anyone who's ever stayed here during Christmas time has found food. Well, that's a myth. Didn't you have like a gerbil or something named? Robert, it was a hamster. That's right, I remember. You used to build them these little houses with beds and cute windows. We were designing even then. I forgot how beautiful it is here. Yeah, you know, you might be half right about this cottage and the family myth. Magical about this place. It's for the Christmas cottage. What's the project? Uh, it's a new housing development. I designed a concept house that we're hoping they buy and build. The deal could be worth millions for the firm. What's the concept? It's a live workspace, but for the suburbs. Taking down the walls between professional space and personal space. Integration. So basically, you'll be at work even when you're at home? Precisely. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Sometimes it's nice to take a break from the haze of summertime and reflect on the past and coming Christmas seasons. The Starkitect crew knows two things are certain about this time of holiday joy, gifts no one likes or wants, and Hallmark movies. Join us as we review the 2017 The Christmas Cottage in a way to slowly prep ourselves for the coming horror known as Holidays 2019. And now, our hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky and Roberta Pennington try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Starkitects. You know what? We're recording. Guys, we watched oh. a movie. Ooh, we did. <laughs> well, you guys watched a movie. Christmas in yes. June. Actually, I watched, so it's our Christmas I watched in July two movies. Episode. And the background of why we're doing this now, when we were scheduled to talk about this movie, Joelle had the audacity to have a child. Oh, God. Slut. And then we had a bunch of weird-ass snow, and then Roberta got appendicitis, and then I gave up on everything, and yeah. then... You chuckleheads kept asking me, when are we going to do the podcast? Hmm. And now... And I kind of stopped. This is my only creative outlet. I know. <laughs> well, then when I went but, back to... But don't you... You work at an art... Yeah, you're right. That is your only... <laughs> <laughs> and then I got back into doing things again because I have really good pain management these days. And then... Um, and then I was like, oh, let's keep visiting our... <laughs> movies you're supposed to watch so here we are it's july 2019 and we're talking about the christmas cottage ho 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 the 2017 christmas 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 cottage based off of the novel by samantha chase 
Vince, which movie did you watch? I watched Thomas Kincaid's <laughs> The Christmas Cottage, which is a semi-autobiographical <laughs> account of his life when he returns to his home in Placerville, California. Beautiful Placerville, California. So it looked beautiful to our in listening the movie. audience, all 830 of you, and thank you, by the way, for continuing to support our podcast. Artist of light. I would like to know that at some points... Vince may just go off on a tangent about a completely different movie, and that's just fine because that's we're here to support. And <laughs> I saw the Christmas Cottage cheese now, and it was about a, a cheesemaker in Placerville, California. 20, Twenty seventeen, Merritt Patterson as Lacey Quinn, Steve Lund as Ian Callahan. It's all coming back to me now. Brittany Wilson, Ava Callahan. Victor Zink Jr. as Roger Whistler. And finally, Carrie Feehan as Mason Cavalry. You could have named these characters anything you wanted. They were all so white and bland. <laughs> there wasn't even a sassy black friend. No, none. It, this, it, I was confused, actually, on who was like the star of this movie and when people, well, I, who people were. I did see this piece of shit. And I have to say, even as like a Hallmark movie, it doesn't live up to Hallmark movie standards. Like, like your bingo card will be empty at the end of this. Yeah, I had a tough time. So I'm going to put it up on the website along with the episode. But we have a, a, a friend named Brad. And Brad is big on bingo for Hallmark movies. And he has the bingo collars card. I have two. Jeff... You didn't get to enjoy this here. I'll pass along one to you. Feel free Crossers. feel free to read off a few of the the um B I N G O. Yeah. So feel free to read off a few of the 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 tropes that'll happen during a Hallmark movie. Oh, yes. Beautiful. M- making snow angels. Snowman building. X slash old flame shows up. Christmas Christmas Eve deadline. Child has special Christmas wish. 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 wish? <laughs> Ooh. Narnia. I'd watch that. Yes. I'd absolutely. watch a movie with a special a Christmas Santa Claus a special appearance. Christmas Narnia. <laughs> there is a very special Christmas witch. <laughs> is there a lion too? <laughs> I will give presents I, I to all of you. I believe that she would be a uh, solstice Wiccan. What about the filthy snowball <laughs> fight? <laughs> no, no. There's gift wrapping, the, the snow globe, the lighting ceremony, special Christmas ornaments. Ah, but wait, coffee with a scarf. <laughs> well, what's this other one right here? Chugging. Co- oh wait, stop it. Okay. No. Oh, that's the awkward mistletoe moment. That's the mistletoe. <laughs> What are you doing? That's what I do under the mistletoe. We're just supposed to kiss. Oh, I had a totally mistletoe, camel toe. Shit. Mistletoe. Oh, boy. So this movie, so this looks like you pretty much got bingo on this Well, and I was trying really hard to like, but, you know, it's kind of like this category, like, uh, the main character wears a red dress, but like, do red pajamas count? No. Sure. But wait, career. Uh, I want to talk about those pajamas, by the way. Those pajamas. The the career based main character passes on a promotion for love, but in this case, 
She doesn't want to work on corporate work. She wants to focus on personal projects where she sees the clients as people. I mean, it's kind of like it, but kind of not. And I was like, "Mm." I mean, is there exceptions? I feel like there should be like a final judge on Christmas Cottage Bingo. (sighs) Well, most of these were knocked off. These are, yeah. Yes, no, absolutely. No making snow angels, no snowman building. Veneer or interrupted kiss. No baking cookies. Wonderment at small town life. Mm. It starts snowing. Usually these movies, you go back to your small town. Uh, much like Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> oh my the God. Christmas Cottage. <laughs> Very that... similar. That's why I, I ended up watching most of that movie before I realized that it was not the movie <sighs> we were. But we're still... It, what? I should have been tipped off when I saw Chris Elliott in it. But this one is, it, it, I once heard, I read a really, really funny uh, explanation of like the Twilight movie, mm-hmm. how the character of Bella is so nondescript, you could just have a pair of pants and it, you'd have the same. You mean the vampire kisser? Yes. You, <laughs> you'd have the same amount of emotional attachment to the character if it were just a pair of pants. Yes. Let alone Kristen Stewart, a.k.a. Bella. The vampire kisser. The kisser. You're right. And I and I that's how I felt about this this movie too. Like I'm thinking back to it, I'm like, I can't even tell you if she had blonde or brunette hair. She could have just been a bottle of water. I think it was mostly tied back in a ponytail until the gala and then she let it down. Oh my gosh. The the main the main girl? I don't know. Who are you talking about? Right. Yeah, the main girl. Yeah, no, she like she I'm telling you, these right. people, the one with like, the scarf and the coffee. It was like white noise. <laughs> no, they were at the Christmas lighting tree event. Lighting tree. <laughs> and then didn't she get the commission to decorate oh, the, the right. Christmas mansion? Oh, and then she was in a flirty snowball fight. <laughs> so this movie opens up with a B-roll of San Francisco. Yes. Even though everything, this whole movie shot in Canada. Right. Uh <laughs> B-roll of San Francisco that's used in every Christmas movie that takes place in San Francisco. I hope there were jingle bells. Fuck yeah, there's jingle bells. Oh, yeah. Um, and it opens with her showing clients a house that has VR in it. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And... It's a sensory experience. No, it would have been... So, yeah, they experience. walk into a room and then the window suddenly becomes... It's like a snowy background. And then it becomes like a woods background. And then I was just waiting for... This is not my background, Dave. <laughs> Where are you going, Dave? Daisy, now that. Daisy. <laughs> Interior designer. I will kill you. It, it would have been better if it was a merge up between that and Electric Dreams. Ooh. That computer took over. It's like, I'm back. I'm back, yeah, baby. And yeah. he calls her moles. You guys, and she, I love she's you. Gonna, she's gonna retake <laughs> up court, playing, court in a tour de force performance in, in a box. Take up playing the cello again. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. So I can remember such details about Electric Dreams movies that I have watched less over a year now, and this movie I saw four or five months ago, and I can't. Well, let me let me refresh your mind because this one <laughs> I is have extensive notes this one has I'm not like, dried. It is wet. Okay, <laughs> I saw this last night. So <laughs> the interior designer is banging her boss. Yes, Roger. Roger, Roger that boss and partner Lacey. And then they're like, Ugh, so she's leaving uh, for uh, for a friend's wedding, right? Yes. Friend for a friend's wedding. Yes, but there's a big 
project going on at work. So it's like she had to kind of make a choice. Yeah. Like, I got to go to my friend's wedding or stay for this big project. And the boss that she's fucking is saying, you know, I really like Well, the clients were so blown away by the model home that they want to see a design of 20 more houses. And they want it, like, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So this is where big fiction comes in because nothing happens during that week. All offices shut down. I'm not going to say that's pure fiction because... I've gotten those deadlines, even though you know that those people, like when you send them right. the email, yeah. you get the auto replies like, hey, I'm on vacation in Delft. Yeah, they're at it- Ava and Mason's wedding up in the middle of nowhere the- at the Christmas cottage. And then you're like, well, fuck you. Why did I have to uh, kill myself for this? <laughs> right. So this- at Pineway Development, you mean. Pineway Development. This is, but she, so this is happening over the holidays right. for a week. And there's this wedding plan, which brings me to one of my biggest pet peeves, people getting married on a fucking holiday. Yeah, fuck it is. It is. It's not only rude, it is so cheap of them. At a to, remote location yes. on top of that. It is so rude. Oh, everyone's going to be around. People want to do stuff. They have their own lives. They don't want to sit around and go to your wedding, which you happen to think is the most important thing in the world. Yeah, except my parents. Now, my parents got married three days after Christmas, but this is because my father was on leave from Vietnam. So his first tour, he came back. He had had dysentery and was missing teeth, and they weren't sure if he was going back or not. So he had, they had three days to put a wedding together. They got married in a church that was all decked out for Christmas. And then he spent the other, he went, they went on their honeymoon for two days and then he went hunting for two days did and he then get, he went back. Did he get love long time? <laughs> no, no. My father is, he's badass, but it's like, that's the only time I've ever been okay with people getting married at Christmas. Cause you know, he might but go back and not, die. Like, this is I like think Christmas that's extenuating circumstances. Right. But this, this is a bullshit destination wedding. Nobody wants to go to the middle of nowhere right. and watch you get married with your goddamn Spend family. Spend their holiday time Boy, doing this. With your family and their traditions. That would have been a better movie is just like following all the people complaining about having to get up to I this remote in. ass mansion in. in the woods. And, and then they're like, oh, you friend who is the designer, you've got flair. Decorate for me. Right. Could you just pile on one more? Fuck you. Put you to work. Which they made the cottage seem like it was connected to this hotel. Which, by the way, this whole thing takes place in Oregon. In Oregon! Which is like, Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Yeah. God. We. (laughs) Roberta, you do that so well. Mm. (laughs) You don't know. Uh, You don't know. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. So when they pull up to this. You were in the army. This resort, I don't know. this hotel or whatever in the in the mountains, it's like this big luxurious resort. And then when they pull out of when they pull up to the to the uh, door, she gets out, and by the front door is like a fucking cheap uh, restaurant sign saying so and so and so and so are getting married. You know, like those neon marker signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like. This is you mean Ava and Mason? Ava and Mason? (laughs) Yes. Ava and Mason. Oh oh my god. And then there's a piano and I'm going to be a Christmas tree and Santa's supposed to come. And they go to this, they're up in the mountains, there's snow everywhere. We're gonna drink cocoa. And we're gonna drink cocoa with candy canes sticking out of them, and we're gonna do stuff with those candy canes later. No. So they uh they pull up to this mountain resort, it's snowing out you know, it's snowing outside. I'm gonna tell you, again, no breath. No. You never see breath. No. And everyone in these winter movies have their jackets unbuttoned. Because they're probably blazing hot. Well, yeah, but they also want to show, like, the yeah. clothes underneath right. and all that stuff. It's bullshit. If what? it's, you're up in the, you zip that up. 
I'm cold. But Jeff, sick of it. Ava wants Lacey to know that true love, that all she needs is true love, passion, romance, reliable, stable, and predictable. That's what makes for a good. <laughs> oh, a- Ava Mason, predictable. Yeah, that's all about right. But she's going to help her friend out. So Lacey, the designer who works at Pineway Development, who needs to confirm the specifications for the renderings. I have no fucking idea what that set, what that means. Sounds good, Because there's specifications, then there's renderings. It's like the digital access code in the C++ SQL server. You what know? the fuck? No. Yeah. no. Yeah, right. So I can't remember much about this movie, but was there... the One of the tropes that I love-hate about Hallmark movies is you have to have the conversation with, like, the janitor... Or the groundskeeper or something where he lays, ghost. he lays some right. knowledge on you. It's like, oh, well, you know, a, a successful relationship is yeah. one that's based on... Here you on... have Ava who's like 17 and getting married and like, mm-hmm. am I gay? I'm getting married. Oh my married. God, the ha- uh, my hair married. is going to be horrible. And her fiancé like, barely says a word throughout this whole thing. Yeah, and she is so shitty to her friend. Totally. She's just like, you wear gray, your designs are boring. And you're coming up here for my wedding on Christmas. I hate you. You don't have much color, do well, you? And she, she like her whole family gives up wrong. on Lacey. Like, well, your outfit. Maybe I have something for you. I'd be like, fuck off, bitch. This is what I wear. I just flew up from San Francisco. Why? Drove in the middle of nowhere. Decorating so, your yeah. fucked up cabin. So she, so she shows up. This main. <laughs> and she's bl- decorating the fucked up cabin in mid-century chic. But she okay, so she shows up. This main blondness of an actress shows up and meets her friend, and her friend, uh, her friend is. So where did the ex boyfriend? So the ex boyfriend comes into play, and yes. the ex boyfriend is the brother Ian. It, 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 but it, he's the brother. The brother of Ava. And okay, the brother of Ava. The, the girl is getting married. Correct. So they used to bang. Not the brother and sister. Not the brother and sister. Lacey. Lacey and... Ian. Ian. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> you see... So so, so they that gets... That happens. And then Lacey goes to the Christmas cottage where there's a magical spell that's built in. Do you ever spec for magic? Absolutely. For, all the time. For any of I got a, I got a jar of it on my desk. It's Perfect. called PFM. Pure fucking magic. And we Absolutely. sprinkle it over every oh, set every, that goes out the door. It. Everything you I do. Spr- you sprinkle that. Yeah. Sprinkle I just like, I put it all over my chest. And Ooh, go, oh, sprinkle that. Oh, it's so much Sprinkle magic. it all over. Um, oh, so oh, yeah. they go to the, the cottage and there's there's like a an embroidered thing saying, whoever stays in this cottage will have magical sex and fall in love or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Right? They just spend the night together. They, I, I, I thought if you banged on the mattress, then you'd go into that like underworld where it's like all oh, the the pinhead and the oh Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking Hell about. Reason. Oh, is that Pan's Labyrinth? <laughs> Same thing. Um, and then she so Lacey like does she move? She moves something in the cabinet. What was that? Uh, she moves something in the cabinet and she sees a heart and carved into the wall, <sighs> and it says Ian. And Lacey? Yeah, or something like that. their initials. Now, the thing that really bugged me about this was, one, I didn't even know the guy's name was Ian, but when I saw the name... It's Ian with an E. E-A-N. Now, what do you... Let's vote. E- E-A-N versus I-A-N. Well, then that's Ian. 
It, this is stupid. <laughs> this one when, is when I saw E-A-N, I thought it was like an acronym for why like not a two, company or why something. Why not two E's? E-N. <laughs> then it would be in Scotland. I have never seen E-A-N before. So would uh, be in Scotland. High spirits. Girl, during my hiatus where I was sick, all I did was watch TV and I watched all of Outlander. And... Not, not to go on a side tangent, but I mean, if you're going to do a Blame lot of on. like spineless drivel, wait, romance, Highlander with no Outlander. Oh, <laughs> so I'm out. Outlander, Sean Connery, and they're the sexy. The other shot, like, oh, Sean gracious. Quickening. It's, oh, oh, great. Oh, sure, you're a time traveling lady who steps through stones. That guy showed his butt, Woo. and you get to see the D. All right, tangent over. Do your worst, Highlander. <laughs> no, <laughs> there can be only one. Can you feel the quickening? Um, you mean the Scotsman who's a Spaniard? <laughs> yeah. oh, but he's really Egyptian. <laughs> he's Egyptian, but he's called the Spaniard. And he's, but he's, he's Scottish. But he's played Scottish. by a Scotsman with like a Chinese sword. <laughs> and, a, and a PT that goes it's down to his totally ass. magic. No, oh, full circle, pure fucking magic. This the cottage, this Christmas cottage, and everything in this whole set, the, the whole set in this movie, you'll be together is forever. So, is so overdone with like all these Christmas movies. Like the railings are wrapped in red ribbon. Uh, the the food is wrapped in red ribbon. Uh, chairs are like wrapped with Christmas present wrapping. Wait, is that on your your, no. your bingo list? I don't know. I didn't play bingo, but I'm just. Everything in this movie is wrapped. Gift wrapping, but not chair wrapping. Oh. It's, everything's wrapped no in this snow movie. No snow globes. But the... it, was there a giant nutcracker? Yeah, oh. yeah. Her name was Lacey. Oh. Credits rolling. Good job. That's it. And a movie. Now, what happens at this movie? Just the uh, Christmas cottage. You know how they like had a power outage, and then the power, and then the power came back on, and something was left on and caused a fire, and the and the cottage burnt down. Then credits. Christmas cottage. All right. So well, maybe, what I've learned I don't know if we that, mentioned it. That Christmas isn't about a place or a thing. It's about the good. It's about the good friendship that we all share it's together. It's the spirit and the true it's love. It's the spirit and true love of Christmas mm-hmm. and the season that what that and tradition. In. This family cottage, not some fucked up ornament on a tree. It's all about the kids and the ornament. Oh, yes, the children. All the children. <laughs> children. Go to the light, carry it. <laughs> children, children, future, future. Children are the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Future is a coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this. This. Uh, like so this family cottage is a mansion yeah that is not a cottage it's not not a cottage cottage. see a family cottage a true family cottage has bats in the uh, like in your attic there's a hole in the floor smells a little musty your Mm -hmm. family's calling you up going can you give me money for the taxes Right. Can you, you know, uh, you know, we really need your, you know, like, this is not a family cottage. Grandpa's cabin. Yeah. Much, much like uh, Thomas. I noticed K- that you threw away my instant coffee when much you were like up Thomas there Much like Thomas Kincaid's Christmas you, cottage. You know. His like, mom almost got evicted, you know. His right. His dad was a real dirtbag who was going to Mexico with a bunch of, with a trunk full of <laughs> nudie magazines What if, what if Thomas fireworks. Kincaid's The Christmas Cottage? It's a better is a, movie. Is a prequel to The Christmas Cottage 2017. Ooh. Maybe someone at... The Hallmark Network saw Thomas Kincaid's The Christmas Cottage. Right. <laughs> and was like, I can work my magic on this. I think so. We, yeah. 
I think so. But anyway, the premise of the cottage, and Jeff, you did touch on it. If you spend the night with someone in the cottage, they will be your true love for always. And you'll okay. always be together forever yes. and always. Just spend the night always. or do you have and to always. do it? I don't think you have to do it. You just have to spend the night always underneath the roof always. of the cottage. Well, what if you have like a forever. like a big... Forever. What if you have a big Always. party there? Because it's a, it's not a, a big kegger. It, it's not a small. Then that thing house. is huge. Then it's, you'd it's be a, a trouble, mansion. I guess. There'd be a lot of troubles. We're and, gonna be together forever. And a, like a group love, kind of Manson thing. I don't know. Oh. There was some like <laughs> except Man- no murder. Manson family values. Except huh? they don't murder. They just go out to town and keep lighting up Christmas trees. <laughs> or it's gonna be like that movie with. Oh, never. They, they talk about, like, was there some, like, talk about, like, someone had a gerbil as a kid? Oh, fuck. In, the, in this thing? And they're like, what was the name of that? I'm sitting there, I'm like, probably Richard Gere. I don't know what oh. the name of this was. But there was. They were talking about this gerbil, and I had no idea. The gerbil's name, Richard, or would the gerbil's name be Cindy? Cindy Gear. Cindy Gear. I don't know. But they talk about some gerbils, and then, then they go to, the probably on this bingo thing, uh, tree cutting. Yes. Fresh cut. For, for the Christmas cottage, right? Yes. This, I I cut Christmas trees for like 30 years. Like, this was so fake. There was so what? much room on the trunk when they got down there. And it is hard to cut down that tree. I'm exhausted after laying on the ground going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull, pull, just like push that? the tree. Push the, the tree. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going yeah. Yeah. On the ground. Just like that. With your arm back and forth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come find me. Yeah. You know, like and that. And then finally release. Right? And then done. <laughs> the tree is released The from wood its goes down. The wood. You know? <laughs> after you're done. <laughs> after you're done cutting it. Um. But it's exhausting work to do. And that Snap tree's trunk had so much room in it. I don't buy it. sticky gets on my hands. Get it on my hands. I don't like the way it Just smells. Just on your hands? I don't like the way it smells. It smells like one of those trees. EAN versus IAN. Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so they cut the tree down, and they and uh, Lacey and Ian. Ian, they Ian. go back and they <laughs> they decorate it, and he decorates her. Right now, like they a cake. with the ornaments. Ornaments mean something. It's tradition. There's a warmth. There's connection. That's right, because they sell them at Hallmark stores. Wait, where's that on like bingo? Do I have it on here? There's usually one that says special ornament. Special ornament. <laughs> oh fuck! So they go. They that you can buy at Hallmark. They do this ornament talk while they're doing their they're decorating the tree, and then they get an amber alert. Right, and it's a snowstorm. Oh, snow! Yeah, it's... but it comes up like an amber alert. Right. Um, I was hoping that uh, the the bride was kidnapped. And, oh, we could... uh, well, or she, she or she enough. eloped to Mexico. See, that's a, that's Ooh. what you do. She you did. make it so you yes destination wedding, but then you can tell him we're gonna fuck off and get drunk. That's in right. Some I mean, my yeah, me and my lesbian coming out here, but I'm leaving. Drive to Mexico, Thelma and Louise style. Woohoo! I'm in. But oh then they have head. like okay, so power and goes out. Brad Pitt on the way down. So there's only I'd fuck Brad Pitt on the way down, and I blow up a semi with my with your big gun? pistol. Anywho, so then there's the whole like who's the boss well, moment. Roberta, the pistol is well, a symbol. Angela. Is. It, oh, oh wait. Jonathan. Jonathan. 
So, Samantha. Moner. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Tony. That's always my name. It's Tony. <laughs> so, I can't even forget it. So, they have like a total who's the boss moment where there's only one pair of pajamas in. Oh, yes. These, the pajam- these pajamas. Yeah. Pajamas. Pajamas. <laughs> If you ever stay at a family cottage or like, and there's some extra clothes lying around, those aren't clothes you want to wear. Do not wear them. No. They they stink. They're no. old. There's mites. They might there's be mites. There's mites. They're, they're they probably, might be the fabric, the fabric, it's like the 1950 fabric oh, that like you put, you put a, like a, a match 100 yards next to it. It's... <laughs> yes. Do not but wear them. it comes out. She comes out and it's like all form-fitting. Of course. New. Because it's meant to be. Cutesy. Because it's meant to be. So and did she wear the tops and he wore the bottoms mates. kind of thing? Ooh, well, he, he then he goes, hey, you used to be really good at freehand. He starts talking about her, <laughs> her ma- artistry with freehand. And she's then a master goes, with the shake weight. She, and, which I thought was over the top, but she's like, and you've always been good at freeballing. <laughs> but he does talk about her freehand and her the way she way she uh, really moves that that uh, right. that that pencil. Um, right. Up and down, yeah. Paper, but uh, so she's good love. at drawing, apparently. Um, which uh, doesn't like it leads into the boss finally coming at some yes, point. Yes, Roger. Roger comes to the wedding, right? And he goes, "I got a great idea. How about we build a model for the clients for this project here?" Here in this hotel room right now with foam core. You're going to build an, do an all-nighter? An all-nighter. And he goes, I really like your freehand drawings. And they- Well, if you've got a gift, you got to use you it. Gotta, you got to use it. Um, so they do this. They, they sit in this hotel room. She, it's almost like she goes, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's build a model. Wait, right now here? With foam core and exacto blades, and it's so clean. No, I, I brought everything with me. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I saw his luggage, and there's no way he was carrying that stuff around. So they're cutting this foam. That foam that's ev- that goes everywhere. I have built models out of right. foam core, and I it was usually the the se- second year is like the most shitty year where you have to to do all this studio work. Foam core I used very sparingly because you have to have a very sharp blade to cut it to get a smooth edge. And even then you have this shitty foam core edge that I always cut up index cards to cover up the edge so that you had a nice clean model. And then most of the time I used chipboard, but it had to be white all the way through. Otherwise you had different colored, this is really boring, craft paper on each side. I'm I'm interested because this, I don't, I've never even done that. Ah. And I could tell it was bull. Total like, bullshit. so bad. Yeah, and then I would use a lot of, like, um, Zap-A-Gap. So Zap-A-Gap is, like, crazy glue, and then there's something called Zip Kicker. So, you like, you hit it, and then, like, uh, hit it. you put down the crazy glue, hit it with Zip Kicker, and then it, like, instantly binds. But it's, like, it's this really, like, toxic reaction. Um, and I would get so high. It's probably why I get so absent-minded now. Like all the toxins, toxins I took in during college. <laughs> it now. sounds like it's still. So you didn't you didn't model things in the computer and then just send it to the three D printer no. to and then say, oh, I'll I'll see you in twelve no, hours. I would go to the thrift let's go to let's go to the bar. I go to the thrift store and get um, 
Like I remember I bought a whole bunch of embroidery hoops so that I could have curved walls and I used the hoops as guides and painted all that white. So I did a lot of white spray paint. One, one project I made it all out of doll parts because we had to do a print. Vince likes to use doll parts and yeah, used, all the time, all the time. I, I, I well, and I had, to, and like I, so I cut off all the hair and it was, so I just liked it because it looked creepy. But then my instructor was like, oh, it's very appropriate when you think about the role of women in architecture today. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go with it. It wasn't your intention. No, because, and then I, well, because he was like, when he started saying, oh, the role of women, I was like, okay, let's go over the top. Then we had to, it was called approach entry passage. Wah, wah. And then we had to go like, <laughs> then we had to do like, um, show how you go, th- how you would guide people through the structure. So I made a giant tunnel out of tampons. <laughs> I, I believe that would be bloody hard to do. Yeah, but the best part is I put little red flowers as my path of what, how you. What the hell? Rose petals? <laughs> Plucked for the very first time. It was it was epic. I loved it. I loved doing that particular project. No one in my class. They were all just, you're the most disgusting person who's ever walked the face of the earth. Because I was like, well, I remember reading a cartoon and like, they were I don't explaining. know, did you see men taking an interest in your work? <laughs> Someone pay attention to me. Someone like me, Someone please. Someone please like me. But then I, I read this cartoon. It was really funny because she referred to her first period as like a special flower blossoms in your underpants. And so I was telling the story as I'm explaining my, my model. And I'm like, so I have these red flowers as a symbol of blossoming woman. <laughs> no? So, no? This model, though, like they... so. <laughs> Back, the whole idea is that they the, want to they uh, want to create this right. they want to create back to the movie that marginalizes women. Go yeah, absolutely. Uh, hashtag me too. I don't know. So this um, <laughs> hashtag pants hashtag pants. I don't know. Um, zipper down hashtag pants around my ankles. Um, <laughs> mistletoe incident. Mistletoe hashtag mistletoe use pajamas hashtag mistletoe. Um, so their idea is that they want to mix living space. If they want to integrate living space and workspace, like this is some yes, big idea. Work. Open like, concept. Yeah, what? So big, big idea. So live they're work? making this model. Open so they're sitting, there, they're sitting there making this model. And he, he looks, the, the boss looks at it and goes, um, Lacey, born actress, you, you, nobody. Um, Pants. I see that. What is this? I didn't notice that you put a little Christmas tree inside this model next to the fireplace. I didn't see that in the drawings. I'm sitting there going, they've been sitting across from each other for hours building this model. He did not see her, not once, making this tree, coloring this tree, and building a fucking fireplace. And I was like, hmm, you know, that's not part of the spec plan. That's shocking. Where did that come from? I'm like, you were right there. You were at the same table. Well, I think that just goes to show how disinterested he is in the main character, similar to the audience. So maybe we can think of him as an audience perspective placed inside the movie. Yes. Well, they didn't spend the night together in the cabin, so it so, only goes exactly. to show. But just that... so, just before that, so that that's a good <laughs> oh, point. Roger. Before when Roger show before Roger shows up, E A N and Lacey. <laughs> oh, Ian. E A N. Um, E N. Um, they. They stay together in the cottage, and there's an amber alert with the bride getting missing, and they're snowed in. And uh, so there's no power, and they, like, 
curl up by the fireplace on two on two the tiniest what? love seats, seats right. too. like they look and they look like they're from like victorian times too but right. very uncomfortable love seat so the thing is they're snowed in and it's fucking cold outside right. and there's no power it's like i like i don't know about you but i'd be like the pipes are gonna burst i mean not only on that other hey, love, oh, not, not, not only on that love scene, yeah, but, yeah. but the pipes in that cottage, <laughs> that old family cottage, they're going to burst. <laughs> Just need to warm up a little bit. I would have banked the sofas at least. You would have banked? To maximize. Banked the sofas? <laughs> no, banked. Oh, okay, yes. Banked the sofas in front of the fire so you could maximize the amount of heat you got. Because they had them parallel. And that doesn't mean shit. It means your toes get warm. That's it. Now your head's the thing that you got to keep warm. Now y'all being in the the, the snow, you people from Which the head? Midwest, you got to always wear your hat. Even inside? Sometimes. Everybody knows. Wear your hat. Well, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah. <laughs> the weather outside is brightful. Um, okay, and I also have this in here. No one in this family respects Lacey's adult decisions. What a bunch of assholes. Do they say that or just in general she's they're like, not? She's like, this is what I want to do with my career. This, this is, is what I want to do with my career. This is the design I do. I'm happy. I like Roger. I like that I have a stable, predictable life. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck off my case. And they're just like, but you need love. You need color. You need to blah, blah, blah. It's like, fuck off. Respect what I have done with my life. I am a partner. I am in charge. Fuck all you. Peace out. <laughs> There's the sassy character that we needed. Well, right. Instead, there was one black woman in the background. Oh, in the background, for sure. <laughs> there was a person of color in the background. And there was a butler that I, came I in. I took and, that and, off and, on my... And served uh, candy cane oh, hot damn. chocolates. Fuck them. And, well, this way, is where this... I'm saying they didn't have, like, the conversation with, like, the janitor, the groundskeeper, or uh-huh. whoever, the bell the, the, bell, the bell captain. Hop. Bell captain. Who's been there forever, and he'd, been like Jerry he'd, Lewis. he'd be like, well, you know, you really have to follow your heart, not their Thank heart. you. But no, instead, this is a movie about a woman, a self-made woman, who has who have ugh, worked her butt off to get to where she is today. And instead, it is how she gives into peer pressure. Instead of standing up for herself and saying, fuck you all, I don't need a man to define who I am and to be happy. Oof. That's what made this movie so... That's why I think I blocked it out. Oh, you guys, I worked it through. Oh, it feels so much better. <laughs> Crack the code on that one. And they, credits. <laughs> it's been a Christmas cottage and it's going to be great. Um, so they wake up after the power The power miraculously comes back on. Ugh. It's a Christmas miracle. And I, Christmas it's, miracle. It's because of the ornaments. And he makes... Were the ornaments glowing when the power was off? They just like oh, had a yeah, radiance like, of their own? <laughs> Look, it's the special Christmas ornament. And he's making her breakfast with a Santa hat on. It's like, knock it off. Fuck all of you. We get it. It's Christmas. (laughs) Where did you get the Santa hat? At a Hallmark store. I think think he got it with the pajamas. They have Hallmark stores in Oregon, don't you know? Oregon. (laughs) You have, in order to understand the food, you need to understand the culture. So, oh, this is another thing that I didn't realize towards maybe the end, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... So is EAN a chef? Yes. Okay, because then there's like a weird scene where he makes her like breakfast at the hotel. Yes. In the dining room of the hotel. So yes. he has just carte blanche to go back and use the kitchen 
because yes. he's a chef. That's so, because of the wonderment at small town life. Oh, perfect. Right here that in the explain, bingo card. That explains Jeff. it. Jeff. He so he makes her breakfast or something or lunch. Um, which before that he asks her like, "Hey, do you want me to make you lunch?" She's in a hotel room, but isn't right. she staying at the Christmas cottage? Or does she have a hotel room and the Christmas cottage? Very confusing. Mm. So she has the hotel room, but she is asked to decorate the Christmas cottage. So it's sort of to like... To work on her vacation. Right. Right. Her what? Her vacay. <laughs> her vey, vey, vey. Her vacay. Her vey, her V. Yeah, her V. To work on well, her V. Work on her V. Do it. Hey, hey. Hey. Um, so, <laughs> when and then he makes her lunch or whatever time of day it is, because you can never actually tell. Right. Uh, he presents her food. And he does it very, very oddly. And this guy has car door ears, by the way. Like it's really like distracting in this movie. I don't find him like like he was that like some hot dude. <laughs> I so, can't even remember what he looks like. So yeah, because he's bland. Yeah. They're all bland. There's the pants. And then there's and then this there's weird <laughs> shot. There's this weird vampire. shot where he like takes his napkin. He takes his napkin like to like put it on his lap or something. Mm. It looked. It was very like. I don't remember like, this movie in like this kind he of was, detail. <laughs> like he was, no, but I just remember because it was a very odd shot. Like it didn't need to be there, but he like fixes a snack and like puts it like on his lap. It looked very creepy. Like on the other side of the table, he's doing something like, while she's talking. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean like, you a, like that salmon? Like a like a wine scene kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to. Yeah. It, it looked very weird. Keep talk- a little slower. A little slower. Keep talking. Eat. Chew. 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 Like this? Move your mouth a little like when this? you chew. Oh, you chew. want me to take more tiny bites? Tiny bites? Now take a sip of water. <laughs> Done. Um, check, please. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you, it, so. It's, this was one of my, ugh, and it also happened a lot on Outlander, where they eat <laughs> they eat food, but they eat it like with these little little itty bitty. Like it's an Izzy's bites. commercial. Like, Have you seen those guys? Ooh, come to Izzy's, and the lady takes a bite of a taco, and she barely touches the taco you know, because it's no like one that wants to eat it. It's, it's disgusting. When Lisa eats a carrot, and then she just eats like one little shaving of the carrot. Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. Well, these people don't eat in this movie anyways. No, it was like the total like multi-take. They just walk I don't around with to-go cups. They're, 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 they're... Which are, again, always empty. Mm. Always empty. Mm. They go to some craft <laughs> fair and she starts She starts to like, there's a wreath making scene or something where he's like, you're an interior designer. You like you like you want to make wreaths. You don't like you? wreaths, yeah. don't so you? So she sits down. It's like so. Do you? Yeah, he's, like, he's like she's like you need to let loose, have some fun. You know, make a wreath. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Let loose, have some. Where's fun. Where's the goddamn margaritas? That's letting loose, <laughs> bitch. Where's the eggnog? The spiked eggnog. Fuck your cocoa. Fuck your wreaths. I'm gonna sit by this fire and stare into the flames, hoping that my soul will die. God, I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding happens the wedding happens we all know this does wedding it? is gonna happen does it? so the wedding happens and it's like two seconds they're like do you do you and it, and it's in the basement of this place right it's terrible like yep. th- this is a not a good good looking wedding nope they're in a basement of this hotel so then they do that for two seconds and then they're at the reception where roger is telling her hey I booked flights for right after the reception or right after the wedding for us to go back to San Fran to finish this job on the face. Where we'll make 
millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Yeah. That will keep the company afloat for years to come. It's like, if this is truly is an interior design, plan? if this is truly an interior design and architecture firm, that millions of dollars is already gone. <laughs> you're, They've you're, already blown. It's already like, in the oh, hole, baby. Wait, we got this project and we got like $3 million. Let's just hire 150 people and start open up two more offices. <laughs> Gone. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no one does. Um. So, but don't you think it was funny that "Fa La La" is her favorite Christmas song? Is that an actual song? I don't know. Fa La La. I don't know anybody who who's over the age of eleven who's like, you know what song I like? Fa La 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 La. It's like a little I kid love that who, song. who thought who thought that's the name of the song, but it's not the name of the song. No. It's like that song who wrote the book of love, and as a kid, I thought he said Rudolph the Red Nose Raw. Is he related the, to Sun Ra? Sun Ra. I always thought the song uh, the Prince who wrote the book was called Jesus love. Prince of Peace. I yeah. thought they were saying Prince of Peas, Prince like of the peace. vegetable. Well, you have to give that a chance. Peas and carrots. Yeah. Uh-huh. In the background. Peas and carrots. So they're Person about of color, oh, and carrots. And, the, and this whole time, this bullshit side story of uh, EAN, he was supposed to go to Sweden, Ugh. right? Or is this for like some culinary thing? I I don't even know. But so he is was going to leave. Drew Love le- threatens to leave. No, this should be. So he was going to leave right after the the reception to go to Sweden because sometimes the contractor threatens to leave too because he's just had it with small town life and he can't make ends meet and he's oh. got two daughters small to feed. Life, yeah. And he can barely put gas in his, old, but, his his vintage pickup truck. Oh, the vintage pickup truck that abandons on the side of the road because he's so frustrated. But then the main character well, who's very career-oriented who's coming to visit on just to visit because her mom is sick and they make cookies and that's their tradition happens to see him on the side of the road and they pick him up. And then they... And they rekindle the romance right then and there. They train a reindeer and they ride it yeah. off into the sunset. So a long time ago, I... John DeLancey, who played Q on Star Trek, yes. he also graduated from Kent State, my alma mater. He's and he brilliant. came and spoke with the, the theater about. group. And he talked about his time <laughs> on Days of Our Lives. So he played a character named about. Eugene on Days of Our Lives for years and years. And he talked with Ken Corday, the producer. And he was like, how do you keep coming up with stories day in and day out? And Ken Corday said, sort of like having five rolls of toilet paper in front of you. And you just take a couple squares from this roll and a couple from this roll, and a couple from this roll, and you push them together, and that's the script for the day. And I shit you not, when I watch this movie, because I've seen a few of the Hallmark movies, I'm like, this is a Ken Corday production. They just keep pulling from one roll. Uh, yeah, yeah then, abs- I mean, absolutely. No, there's a, there is a f- true formula at the Hallmark Channel. They... Oh, it is like baking a cake. You just you just put all the ingredients in, and it's like whatever crap comes out is is the movie. And it's like, oh, so fudgy. These things have these things are. It is a paint by numbers thing. They know exactly how long this should take to shoot. They know. I think they give like one to two million bucks or something to shoot these things per movie, and it's about three weeks of shooting. And it's like no nonsense. And all like, of it goes boom, to Lori. It's, boom, it's, boom. it's all nonsense. Well, well it's all of it completely... goes to Lori Laughlin. <laughs> well, you got to get your kids in the college somehow. <laughs> oh boy! You know all those other actresses like Lacey Chabray and uh, the girl from Life Goes On, Christy McNichol. No, Christy Smith or what? The Life Goes On girl. Quirky. Yeah, the Quirky Show. But she was the sister. She has a bunch of these movies, and uh, Candace Cameron Bure. Um, <laughs> These these women are sitting there going, 
yes. So long, Lori Laughlin. Hello, my character she now. She wore a Candace Cameron beret. <laughs> Give me that Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries <laughs> Christmas special. church on Wednesday Candace and Cameron beret. <laughs> She's gonna do Full House in a Christmas movie today. Woo! Um, so they end up deciding, you know, uh, the boss goes, you know what? I agree. This is fine. You, you can, let's just break up right I'm like it was like that. a non-confrontational yeah. breakup because cool. i understand i'm cool i'm already banging the secretary um you don't mind if i just take this engagement ring with me yeah and cool. i'm gonna cool. take that back thank you um and then she goes over to <laughs> ean and he goes guess what i'm not gonna go to sweden and then <laughs> christmas cottage is done right christmas cottage is done and then they kiss at the christmas cottage and that's the last shot. But I want to know, how do you create magic with interior design? That's the thing. There is magic in that cottage. You have the most dark look on your face. How do you it always starts create magic? With, it always starts with a picture of Farrah Fawcett Majors. I like that. Uh, with, uh, the, uh, with the tank top. Yeah. Yeah. That that picture. That's it. Yeah. Start with that. And thank you. My, my, go a little my question. On it. My, my question has been answered. Yep. Boop done. Done. I've got a question for you. Please. If children of same sex couples sleep or spend the night in the cabin, or people married to other people sleep in the cabin together, does that mean they'll be together forever? Well, see, the the one thing they forgot to mention, there was another embroidered embroidery type sign there, and it said, dark magic. <laughs> so th- th- that will happen. So that, that there is a dark side to everything. This director directed not only The Christmas Cottage, he directed A Christmas Homecoming. He directed a Christmas list. He directed Twelve Dates of Christmas. Wait, is and this, this all, are these all Hallmark movies? Yes, and and the one thing that I was really surprised about he he directed a Christmas Briss. Now what? That, that was a really cutting movie, uh, cutting edge for its time. No, but this. Dr- <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, but he this. I, I love these directors, though, because th- these guys do pump out. I don't remember getting older. <laughs> these directors pump out these Christmas movies. Once they get in the, these gigs, they're in it forever. You forgot the best part about the wedding. Oh. Is that those two threw their own personal baggage into someone else's wedding toast. They did. Why would you do that? I hate wedding toasts. Why don't you just say you're great, stay married, dumbasses? Peace out. Don't fuck it up. Drop the mic. Leave. <laughs> now that your day is over, I'm going to go home and enjoy the rest of my vacation over this Christmas holiday. Right. I'm going to get some mulled cider with a bitch ton of rum in it. I'm going to go down to Cabo, man. And wonder why my life Cabo, sucks so bad. Cabo, Cabo, man. Woo! The Red Rockers, Sam Hagar. <laughs> this time next week, I'll be knee deep in Captain Morgan, man. <laughs> <laughs> can't drive 55 <laughs> 5150 yeah when you want it right now oh, ah.
Wow. <laughs> so, Jeff. Live at Montrose. Would the you... band, live Montrose. <laughs> the you... Montrose Jazz Festival, where you, people just play jazz versions of the from the band's uh, Montrose. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Jeff. Jeff Walensky. Yes. Would you hire... <clears throat> Blandis McLean. Quinn to be your design professional. Uh, yes. Uh, it looked like she cared about her job and was into it and uh, wanted to accomplish the project. So, yes. That's it. Vince? Sure. I'd all, I would also hire Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> oh, yes. Would, to finish the mural in the town square. That would be delightful. Now, does he do... Do you want your camel with one hump or two? So what is Thomas... Who... What is he known for? The artist of light. I don't know Thomas hmm? Kincaid. I don't know. Maybe I do. I don't. Oh, you don't. Was, you this, was this the movie with you, Peter O'Toole that you watched? I hope yes. a whole bunch of people are you screaming have, you right haven't, now. You, you haven't heard of Thomas Kincaid, the artist of light? I, I've heard of Thomas Kincaid, but I just don't The know. artist of light? <laughs> you can keep saying that. I still have no idea. Stop what saying you, that. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. He, he's, I guess he finished I'll... the he finished the mural in the, in the oh town god square. stop saying about the mural and the light all right one hump or two <sighs> thank you for asking guys yes, i would do. also hire lacey quinn um because she's willing to go that extra mile work over the holidays to get the proposal out if it weren't for her shitty friends mm-hmm. telling her to wear the red dress let your hair down relax have fun blah, blah, blah. i think she would be just fine as a design professional and moving her career forward and her and roger would still be just knocking boots like it was no tomorrow i don't see what the problem was what, what was... that it was a pretty much loveless relationship where thank they were god. like fucking at work thank god not, then no, you could focus on work not one relationship in this movie <laughs> not one relationship in this movie was palpable like there was nothing between anybody Platonic or sexually, it was just like it's a pair of pants. Yeah, pair of pants. God damn. There weren't even the comfy kind. They're the kind that's all pinchy and makes your butt feel super big. I hate those. Or you got that poochie in the front. Ugh. Mm, That's what these was like. The poochie on the left hand side. And you're like hoping, like, oh please, I hope this isn't all camel toey. Ugh, these pants are the worst. That's what this. That's what Vince was was asking. One hump or two hump? Yeah. Oh Christ. It's an awkward camel toe situation. And now it's time for Alive or Dead. <sighs> Sammy Hagar alive. <laughs> I agree. All right. And he is older than 55. Vincent J. Galea. <laughs> that is Mark Waller. Moshi Safdi. 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 He's Say it right. Moshi Safdi, Israeli-Canadian architect, alive or dead? Alive. Jeff. Shmuke. Israeli. Um, Canadian. Uh, I'll say alive. He is alive. Eighty-one years young. I think he was one of my professors. Really? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Julia Morgan. She was known for working on the Hearst Castle in San Simeon, California, and other amazing projects. Sorry, she is known. Yes, she is known for Hearst Castle in San Simeon, California, and other amazing projects. Vincent J. Galea. Alive or dead, Julia Morgan. Alive. I'll say dead. She is dead. Is she 150 years old? February 2nd, 
1957. <laughs> she died. All right, Jeff. Peter Sumpthor, Swiss architect and Pritzker Prize winner, alive or dead. Peter Sumpthor. Easy. I just looked this one up the other day. He's alive. Vincent? Alive. He is alive at 76 <laughs> I years. I knew it. I had that one. I'm bringing day. on the lady energy of architects. Gene Gang. And it could be Jeannie Gang, Bang. but we'll say Gene Gang, American architect and founder of Studio Gang. Alive Bang. or dead? Alive. Jeff? She's dead. She's alive at 55. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Denise Scott Brown. This one's this one will be a hard one. Denise Scott Brown, Jeff, American architect and principal at Venturi. Scott Brown and Associates notice her name is second to Robert Venturi's. Not not related to Denise Richards. Denise Scott Brown, alive or dead? Uh, I'm going to say alive. Vince? I'm going to say alive. She is alive. She's alive at 87. You two tied. I can't drop. That's a perfect game. Perfect it's game. It's like tic-tac-toe. Indeed. There's no winner. Tic-tac. Little seppy toe? Daddy wants a seppy. Daddy does Damn want it. a seppy. Tic-tac seppy toe. You got questions? You got comments? Let us know. You can email us at info at starkitectspodcast.com. That's info at starkitectspodcast.com. Visit us on our website, triple dubs, architectspodcast.com. See us on Facebook. See us on Instagram. See us in person here in Portland, Oregon. I'm Roberta Pennington. I'm Vince Galea. I'm Jeffrey Walensky. And that's it. Join us next time. We're going to try to do The Architect with Parker Posey. 2016 the architect not the german one not the other ones that are all called the architect not the one with wallace sean not the no that is my architect and we are not watching that son of a bitch again we're done thank you very much bye starkitex is a penzac production executive producers roberta pennington and jeff walensky logo by joelle walensky music by better is the enemy your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Follow Starkitects the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website, starkitectspodcast.com. Me, I'm Eliza Lopez, and I'm done. <laughs>